0: now that I'm genuinely enjoying my
1: social life at Hamilton, I'm more incentivized to actually be social.
2: Having autism isn't something that should prevent people from having a successful college experience. It takes work.
1: Join clubs. Find groups. Find your people. Find ways to fit in. See a peer mentor. See somebody who can help you get involved on campus
0: there were a lot of black children on the spectrum who were also deaf. She's not the first one. I researched all of the majors and I eliminated the ones that sounded not interesting to me. So then I changed it to chemical engineering to, to work with chemistry. Then I took an environmental science class and I'm like, I think environmental issues are really important and I'm really passionate about state sustainability and stuff. So then I changed it to finally environmental engineering.
2: Especially in a college town, like don't door dash. like just go out and get the food. It's good exercise. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Autism Goes to College, the podcast for students on the spectrum and for everyone who supports us. Navigating college is always a challenge, so here are the hacks, insights, and great ideas you've been looking for to make college work for you. We're a small group of self-advocates. We're all in college or recently graduated. And you can do this too.
1: Hello, so I'm Jake Gant, and thanks for listening to your podcast, Autism Goes to College. I'm Jake Gantt, and I'm a fifth-year senior college at Concordia University in Austin, Texas. As I head back to campus this fall, I'm planning to focus on maintaining my um, 3.81 GPA, and I'm um, Growing my network for um career opportunities. Um, right now I'm doing a remote internship with the um, tech company. I'm working in the um, insure department, and I'm really into music. I'm here with Catherine O'Brien, the host of Autism Goes to College podcasts, and I'm going to hand it over to her.
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Autism Goes to College. I'm Catherine O'Brien, and I have just started working on my PhD in special education at University of California, Riverside. I started my college career at Bowdoin in Maine, which was a wonderful experience for me. After working for a few years, I went back for a master's degree at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. There I focused on science teaching with an equity focus in urban schools. Most recently, I spent five years teaching at Milestone Day School, where I also led the technology committee and coordinated LGBTQ plus inclusion. Then, last fall. My own life experiences as a student on the spectrum and my teaching experiences led me to apply for the program I am in now, which will focus on autistic adolescence with a goal of improving outcomes in our transitions to adulthood, including both to college and to the many other paths we take in life. Before we jump into the conversation, a little bit about this podcast and our project. Autism Goes to College began as a documentary film following five college students on the spectrum as they navigated college life. Eric Lindthorst directed the film and it premiered at the Newport Beach Film Festival in 2019 and was also selected to screen at South by Southwest EDU in 2020, which of course happened online. At the end of this episode, I'll give you some details about where you can see the film today. And it's all at our website, autismgoes to college.org. So, with screenings limited since the pandemic began, the team wanted to open up the conversation and created this podcast. The first five episodes featured the stars of the film, talking in more depth about their college experiences and what they are up to now. And since then, we've talked to students on the spectrum all over the map sharing all kinds of experiences, working towards degrees and certificates around the country, plus a college counselor, parent perspectives, and admissions officers. Every month we drop a new episode. Here's what's also new. There's a resource center on our website with dozens of outtakes of important stuff that didn't quite make it into the film, all of the podcast episodes, and blogs from experts and from student advisors from the film. Fun fact, this project was recognized as best of the internet in 2022 by the webby awards anthem awards winning gold for diversity equity and inclusion and we keep making it better this podcast is here for us to share and open up the conversation and include more insights from self-advocates on the spectrum same with the resource center so reach out if you'd like to get involved or have ideas for us Let us know what would make it more meaningful and valuable or what you'd like to contribute. And thanks for listening. We do hope to hear from you. So, Jake, you're going into your final year of college. Congratulations. You're a fifth-year senior, which is not an unusual scenario at all. Can you tell us how you decided on doing a fifth year?
1: Because of my reduced course load and my circumstances in college.
0: I see. How did you know how many credits was going to be the right amount? Did counselors help you figure?
1: Then 120, but it's like more long five, five years instead of four years.
0: So you needed to get 120 total. How many do you do per semester?
1: I do about 10, and I have about 100 as of right now, and this one will be 103. Online classes are hard to do and to handle them. I have begun college in 2019.
0: So before we continue, let's talk a little more about 2019. When you were getting started uh, before college, can you tell us a little bit about how you applied and ended up choosing Concordia?
1: So I applied and ended up choosing Concordia due to my experience with Concordia High School and, and Redeemer Lutheran School.
0: So you had already gone to an affiliated high school, so that helped you understand what you were getting into. Did you apply to other schools and visit them?
1: Actually, I looked at um, University of Mary Hart in Baylor, and then I've considered St. Edwards at one point, as well as UMHB, which is a Christian school. It's like a Christian Baptist school.
0: Uh, you ended up picking Concordia. Were you looking for a school where you could live on campus or were you planning to live at home?
1: I was looking for a school that was Christian.
0: I see. So that was the primary consideration for you. Yeah. All right. Did you want to be close to home?
1: Um, kind of.
0: Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about your academic path as a younger college student?
1: As a younger college student, I used to just like studying a lot, and I didn't know how many hours to study. Now I know the study like four to six hours a day. It's just in the beginning is like I had to study for a lot more hours, and I took studying seriously to the extreme. What
0: about your professors at Concordia?
1: My my professors are, are great. We have great connections. We talk so they' about class and sometimes about life
0: and are they flexible about your accommodations? Do you feel like they're kind of aware? Yes good you've Have you had any issues with accommodations or has it been smooth sailing?
1: Just like smooth sailing
0: What sort of accommodations do you find yourself using? I'm just curious.
1: My accommodations are like double time on tests, reading single room, reduced course load.
0: A good variety. So does Concordia have general education requirements classes that you had to start out with? Did you have any particular favorite gen ed classes?
1: Any favorite gen ed classes? Basically, like, life and leadership. Life and leadership's about, like, your faith and your life, like, as a leader, and learning about like your walk and your habits.
0: Okay, can you tell me how those gen ed classes helped you find your major?
1: My major is not linked to them. My major is a marketing major, and I'm a music and marketing major. And I've like I've had music as a hobby for like maybe thirteen years now.
0: And. Music and digital marketing is a pivot for you away from the general ed classes. Did you learn strategies in the general ed classes that translated?
1: Um, The strategies of the general ed classes are just like learn like space studying and not memorization.
0: Mm. For studying, you've shared that you're a fan of the app Glean.co. Can you talk about how that works for you and how it helps you?
1: So I've just looked at it, and it's like it's a refined way of recording and taking notes.
0: Oh, I see. So that's something you're looking ahead to. Okay. Are there other tools that you currently use for studying and note-taking? I use PowerPalm.
1: I use my notebook. I use notebook notes, and I use listenings recordings for my American popular music class, but it's hard to, like, study music in a seven, eight-week period and trying to get all this stuff right.
0: Is that condensed uh, because it's a summer class, or are most of your classes eight weeks?
1: It's a summer class.
0: Yeah, I can see how that would present some unique challenges. Do you have anything that's been helping you with that high amount of reading?
1: I've just been trying my best to read and try my best to do the studying and quizzes.
0: And and do you read from the book or do you have text-to-speech or another technology?
1: Read from the book. I'll probably do text-to-speech maybe.
0: So um, you mentioned to me that your major is digital marketing and music and it's the final stretch are there particular classes that you're excited for this fall?
1: So, that I'm excited for this fall, color and painting, as well as intro to Christian ethics.
0: Oh, fantastic. And you participate in a program called Campus Connections, right? Can you explain what sorts of supports Campus Connections offers to you? Um, other students might want to know.
1: Campus Connections. Offers academic social support. It offers job connection support. Offers a lots of lot of types of support and offers guidance like meaning and social events.
0: And what types of students is Campus Connections helpful for?
1: All all kinds of students. It's serving Texas and parts of Nevada currently, and it's going to expand eventually.
0: Yes, I read that the Department of Vocational Rehabilitation can fund campus connections for students in those states.
1: Yeah, the the Department of Vocational Professional Development with Rachel.
0: Rachel is the name of a person you work with? Mm-hmm. Cool. What sorts of things does Rachel do with you?
1: Um, She helps provide careers and resumes and refunds Stuff like that?
0: Yeah, that's critical in your last year. Getting ready for the job search.
1: And I'm gonna be ready for it. I'm gonna add stuff to my resume and I'm currently creating a website with all pictures and gigant man links and it's gonna be ready.
0: So has the support from campus connections been important to your success?
1: Yes, as well as the support that I've provided too.
0: Yeah, you had other supports? Can you tell me more?
1: Like, the I myself have provided, too. Like, I go out to churches and meet people and things like that.
0: So, let's talk a little bit about campus social life at Concordia. I hear you live on campus in a dorm. Is that where most of the Concordia students live?
1: Yes. Like, not most, but a fraction of them. Some, uh, like, number of them live in apartments, too.
0: Is Concordia a commuter school?
1: Concordia is a commuter and a in-person school.
0: I see. So you have some peers that live on campus with you and others who drive? Yeah. Why did you choose dorm life instead of living at home and commuting?
1: Because I don't have a car. That's why.
0: Do you live in a single room? You mentioned you have the single room accommodation, right? Yeah. Has the single room been helpful for your success? How has it helped?
1: Good. It's helping me go and have um sleep.
0: So in terms of the social aspects of campus beyond your single dorm room, how's that going? What's the social life like for you?
1: It's been going good. It's just not having a car to hang out with them, which I'm starting, my dad and I are starting to practice every day and a new person's going to drive me for like driving lessons.
0: So what are some of the things that you do uh, with other students at Concordia right now? Do you participate in clubs? Do you hang out at the dining hall?
1: I just hang out with them and events with people. And a lot, and a lot of people are having to work in part-time jobs. And the same thing is like part-time jobs are becoming the new norm.
0: Yeah. Do you have a part-time job? I'm curious.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, I see. And what's it been like making friends on campus?
1: It's been good, but it's just been like the conversation levels are not as deep as where they need to be. Meaning um, people do not hang out as much because of like their responsibilities.
0: What about professional networking? Are there professional networking opportunities on your campus?
1: Maybe. And I've like, you can network anybody on LinkedIn and give them your information, which I have a document that I've made last week.
0: So you mentioned at the top that right now you have an internship with a tech company. How did you find that internship?
1: Through Handshake. Galtech is like a unpaid tech company internship with tech company in a summer class for American music.
0: Oh, okay. So you have your summer class and you have your internship. So you must be really busy this summer. And what sort of things, job duties, do you do at your internship?
1: Like recruiting and doing resumes and sending questionnaires and sending email replies and stuff like that.
0: Wow, that's a lot of communication duties. How does the um, job you're doing right now fit with your uh, career goals after college
1: um so i'm starting to like realize like my career goal and path knowledge and i'm starting to think about it and it's going to be more towards the line of digital marketing and content marketing
0: i see how did you discover digital and content marketing
1: i just thought about it for a little bit and that was like based on my degree path
0: Hmm. Does your current internship feel connected to that college major?
1: hmm And then my internship is, like, based on my other job, too, which is a people partner into human resources.
0: Um. Can you tell me a little bit more about a people partner?
1: So it's like a recruiting agency where they're recruiting for different positions.
0: hmm And your internship right now you do remotely. Do you prefer... Remote work?
1: Yeah, because I don't have a car right now.
0: Oh, so on a practical level, it's what works for you. In a perfect world where you could have a car or perhaps take the subway to work, would you want to be a remote worker?
1: Uh, Yes and no. It really depends. Like, yes, because you get to work with other people remotely. No, because sometimes you're bored with work.
0: Fair. <laughs> So, how did you find marketing? How did you discover that that was what you liked best?
1: So, like, marketing is what I like best because part part of the reason why it's good for me to do marketing is because of the promotion I've done in the past for the, my recitals, and I've done like thirteen recitals, but I've done like seven where I did promotional material through free logo services and all these. Different apps.
0: Oh, cool. Jake, do you have any tips for younger college students who might benefit from your experience?
1: Um, Start studying from day one and start taking it a little bit at a time. And start doing like a little bit each day for four to six hours starting on day one. Study even ahead of time even ahead of when your classes start.
0: Yeah, that is an awesome option if you can get the materials ahead and preview them. Thank you so much, Jake. It was awesome to talk to you and best of luck in your last year at Concordia. It sounds like you're set up for a real successful year.
1: Thanks, it was an honor and privilege to be on this call.
0: So that is our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. following us on Instagram and Facebook and thank you especially for adding your reviews on Apple Podcast. Our show is very specifically for students on the spectrum navigating college and we appreciate your appreciation for Autism Goes to College. Now as promised from the top, here are the ways to see the film. The documentary film Autism Goes to College is currently available through many channels, but the easiest way to see it today is to rent it on Vimeo on Demand, which you can access from your Apple TV or most other smart TVs by going to the Vimeo on Demand app. You can find a link on our website at www.autismgoestocollege.org. The film is also available for educational use and for live and hybrid screening events. All the relevant info and links can be found on our website. Don't forget, please follow us on Instagram to stay current and consider joining our Vibrant community on Facebook. Thank you for listening.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to Autism Goes to College. We'd love to hear from you about what you'd like to hear more about. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Autism Goes to College. Hit us up with your thoughts. Tell us what's going on in your campus and in your college life. To see the documentary film or set up a screening, check us out at our website at college.org.